Why do people cheat? This is a question that we have for so long been very absorbed by counsellors, coaches and just people, men and women all across the world. Why do people cheat? In this episode, we're going to have a look at all the different theories about infidelity. And why is this so important? Because maybe it can help us to explain what happened in our relationships and make sure that we can stop these from happening again. Hi, my name's Audra Marie, counsellor and breakup and relationship coach, and welcome to the latest episode of The Last Word Podcast. Okay, infidelity. How many relationships have been broken up because somebody has cheated? And why do we think this happens? Okay, so there are many, many theories, many, many books, uh, but usually if somebody has cheated on us, we don't really have a think about it. We have been wronged and that is all there is to it. It is, of course, extremely important to find out why it happened. If you want to stay together, you have to work through it. If it's irretrievable, we want our relationships to be better in the future. Now, that's not to say it's anybody's fault, and obviously the person who's cheated has to take responsibility, but we will come back to this later. So let's have a look. Well, some think that infidelity is just the result of a bad marriage. Simple as that, it wasn't working and somebody was looking for a way out. There are lots of people that say people won't move on, especially men, this is said mostly about men, that they won't move on until they have secured somebody else and cheating is a way of doing that. However, the statistics show actually that most people that cheat don't end up with the person that they cheated with. Some see infidelity as a symptom of a deeper identity crisis. So this is, who am I? What am I doing? What has happened in my life so far? Is this all there is? Do I want to be in a secure relationship? Age 28, 35, 42. Who am I? What are my goals? And having affairs is a way of trying to explore that or reject what you think your relationship says about you. Some think cheating is just evil. It's just immoral. It's because people are too impulsive or there's some psychopathology going on there. Um, There's just lust and sex and it's a very bad thing indeed. We've been looking at attachment disorders or styles of attachment recently and some can see that this comes from some sort of attachment disorder, a faulty way of attaching to the other person, turning away, running away, keeping a wall up, keeping things cold and distant. What about the theory that it's just evolution? It's reproductive strategies. In other words, Men have to spread their seed far and wide um, and women like to stick with one man because it's better for her and the child. It's just our evolutionary reproductive strategies 
and we don't really have any say in the matter. What about too much expectation? A lifelong love. Um, and as a response of this lifelong love, just boredom. It's inevitable. There's no way we can get away with it. If we are in monogamous relationships, we are going to get bored and having an affair is a way of relieving this boredom. And this goes on to monogamy is unnatural. It's an unnatural state of affairs. It's a social construct. It's something that society has created for better organization, for better structure in society, a better working factory almost of people working together. And it's not actually biologically how we are meant to be. You see, there are lots of different theories there, and I'm sure there are more, and subsections of different theories. And there may be a hint of truth in all of them, um, and they may not be at all. It depends on your perspective. But how can it help you to know? Well, if it is, an identity crisis, if it is an attachment disorder, maybe these are things that need to be looked at. John Gottman um, has a lot to say in this area and he tries to explain infidelity from a science of trust. Trust and betrayal, therefore and how we build up trust in a relationship. And lots and lots of research has been done to see how couples that are successful in staying together, how they communicate with each other, how they deal with moments of conflict, how they look after each other. And I think that he would say that the biggest question for all couples is, are you there for me? So when you reach out for somebody, emotionally and physically, are you there for me? And in the beginning, of course, in a relationship, in that exciting, heady stage, we are there for each other. Usually to the exclusion of other family members and friends, we are there for each other. And of course, that part disappears over time and a different level comes. And that's where we're saying, are you still here for me? Are you here at my times of vulnerability, my times of need? Are you walking side by side with me? And this is quite often where the problem arises because there are other um, things that are happening in life. Children may come along and it's very easy to switch off or not be as emotionally available to your partner during these times. And it's not always that simple. Quite often when we're saying the question, are you there for me? We don't actually know what we need. We don't know what that means. And that question is loaded with our history, our childhood, the way that we have learned to bond with people. So it's not a very simple process. But to me, this speaks 
very, very clearly this question of are you there for me and whether somebody is there, whether somebody is responsive to your feelings, to your emotions, to your needs, whether they know when you're upset, whether they take it personally or not, whether they just know how to be with you, how to stand with you in those moments. That's it for today. I hope it's given you something to think about. Um, Obviously, we will go into it more in more episodes and just work out what we can do about these things and how we can communicate better and how we can deal with conflict better. Because getting over a breakup isn't just getting over those few months or obviously sometimes people take a lot longer but it's knowing how to move on or if you go back to your partner knowing how to conduct the relationship in a different way because it will never be the same especially after infidelity it will never be the same relationship and that isn't a bad thing we should want a better relationship but it will always be different. Okay, that's it. Please do remember to subscribe on whichever platform you're listening to so that you can keep in touch and keep up to date with the latest episodes. Bye for now and remember there is a great life beyond.